all you have. We would be honored if you would join us. This is a little bit different than our regular series because I wanted to break up the monotony of things, you know, just the same thing every single episode with the book and then, you know, me talking about the book. I wanted to do a little bit more, plus I want to do a giveaway and some other things like that. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. But first off, how is everybody doing? Everybody doing good? Thank you for joining us today. I'm so happy that you are here. Now, I've been sick for a while and I finally went to the doctor and they gave me some medicine for acid reflux. And it seems to be helping. As you can hear, I sound a lot better already. But they ran some other tests and now it's just a waiting game to see if the tests say anything. The one thing that I hate the most is waiting though. I am not a patient person. If I was a Padawan, my master would be talking about patience all of the time. Hopefully everything will come back okay. Knowing my luck, I got something that'll wipe out like half the galaxy. What did uh, Marj get from the Yuzhan Von Kumspores? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. That's what I feel like I got. But we have reached the middle of this wonderful book. And I must give props where props is due. Tim wrote a great book. It is one of those books that keep you coming back for more, which I really enjoyed. We have been introduced to some great characters and have seen how the Jedi of the old did things compared to the Jedi that we're used to. There are quite a few differences. One thing is the way that they view the Force. The Jedi of that time are more centered around the balance of the Force. Not swinging too far to the light side or not too far to the dark side. Just staying right in the middle, resembling more of the gray Jedi code. And they have a different outlook on the Force entirely. They talk like their moons are in control of the Force. Let's take a quick overlook at what we have learned about this book. The dude, Dale, refuses to use the Force, even though his sister Landry hopes he will. I don't think that he could use the Force at all. His metachlorian count must be super low. Well, I don't even think they knew about metachlorians yet. Where's my manners? Some of you might not even know what metachlorians are. I will let a great Jedi Master, Qui-Gon Jinn, explain it the way he told Anakin in The Phantom Menace. Metachlorians are a microscopic life form that resides within all living cells. They live inside me. Inside your cells, yes. And we are symbionts with them. Symbionts? Life forms living together for mutual advantage. Without the midichlorians, life could not exist, and we would have no knowledge of the Force. They continually speak to us, telling us the will of the Force. When you learn to quiet your mind, you'll hear them speaking to you. I don't understand. With time and training, Annie, you will. Wikipedia defines them as microscopic, intelligent life forms that originate from the foundation of life in the center of the galaxy. And ultimately, they reside within the cells of all living organisms, thereby forming a symbiotic relationship with their hosts. The Force speaks through the metachlorians, allowing certain beings to use the Force if they were sensitive enough to its powers. In order to gauge an individual's potential in the Force, blood tests were used to estimate the number of metachlorians within the one cells. Anakin Skywalker the Chosen One possessed the highest known count in galactic history, over 20,000 midichlorians, surpassing the potential of all the Jedi, including Grandmaster Yoda. But in this time period, they didn't test the young to find out, so some could pass through the cracks. They had no idea about midichlorians, that's just my opinion, but they don't talk about it at all. Okay, enough about that. Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker, is coming out in less than a month. The last of the Skywalker movies. Can you believe it? No more Star Wars movies about the Skywalkers. The Skywalkers have played such a major part in my life. I was born the year that New Hope came out. So my whole life, the last 42 years, have been about the Skywalkers. A little short for a stormtrooper? Huh? 
Oh, the uniform. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. The who? I'm here to rescue you. I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi? Where is he? Come on. Let me tell you a story. When The Return of the Jedi came out, my mom took me and my older sister to go see it. So we go get to the movie theater, we go in, get the ticket, get some popcorn, go to our seats. The movie comes on, I'm all excited. And when it came to the Jabba scene, <laughs> I am all messed up. Jabba scared me half to death. I started crying. I was so scared that I had to leave the theater. My mom was so mad at me. I think she made me stay in my room for the rest of the day. You want to know something funny? I'm 42 years old and I still kind of scared of job. A huge talking green worm thingy. It's just creepy. It is. You know it is. That giant tongue hanging out of his mouth and then black eyes. That was some scary stuff. Just a little bit about me. But let's move on to some other things like some recommendations. Now, the first couple of recommendations I got are fan films. The first one is The Birth of a Monster. You can find it on YouTube. Now, it's kind of slow when it comes to action, but I found that it answered a question that I've had ever since I saw Return of the Jedi. A question that I had completely forgotten about until I watched this film. And then I was like, oh yeah. It tells a little bit about what happens in Jabba's palace. I'm not going to tell you too much because I don't want to ruin it for you. Now, the second one is also a fan film. I found to be really, really good. It's Star Wars Hands of the Empire. I really like how they mix up the characters from the Legends timeline and the canon line. But it made for a great fan film. And you can find it on YouTube. Okay, what else do I got for you? Uh, I just finished reading Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. And this was a great book. It follows Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn and his Padawan Apprentice Obi-Wan Kenobi approximately eight years prior to the events of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom and I highly recommend it. Real quick, if there is any book that you would like me to read and then do one of these type of series on that book, just DM me on Instagram with your ideas and I will see what I can do. Or you can just email me or you can DM me if you just want to talk some Star Wars. Just DM me. I post a lot of stuff on Instagram. Oh my God, I just realized this is the very first time that I have brought up the Instagram. I am such a jerk. Why didn't anybody tell me this? I think I'm going to fire my assistant. What? Don't worry. I love my assistant. She does a great job. She is actually the person that found this book for me. So I guess we are this whole series. Now I want to take a moment to give a shout out to everyone that has partnered with us over at Sway. If you haven't done that yet, all you have to do is go to the show notes and click the listener support link. Choose a tier and that's it. This will enter you into all future giveaways and a lot of other cool stuff. Now let's get to the shout outs. If I mess up somebody's name, don't get too upset about it. I'm, I'm pretty good at names, but I'm not that great. Bernice Nash, Daniel Walker, Brad Carson, Charles Vaughn, Lawrence Morton, Alan Edwards, Sean Neal, Evan Carlston, Marco Maxwell, Chris Medina, Nathan Bell, Wilbur Knight, Tracy Oliver, Elizabeth Cummings, Emily Warren, Patricia Chavez, Janine Todd, Tommy Day, and Dina Jenkins. Thank you guys so much for your support. We really do appreciate all the listens as well as the financial support. It keeps this podcast going. Buying equipment, spending money on time, doing all that stuff. Yeah, it, it costs. So thank you very much for helping us out. Another thing I want to let everyone in on is I'm writing a Star Wars book. 
I can't reveal the title just yet, but as soon as I finish it, everyone that has partnered with us will receive a free autographed copy of the book and a select few will get a guest spot on the show when we do a series on that book. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, now I would like to read a couple of the emails that I got. First one is from Daniel Parker. It says, Dear Kyle, I really love this show. I've forgotten about how good Star Wars books really are. So thank you for reminding me. I was wondering, what was your favorite book and why? Your loyal listener, Daniel. Well, Daniel, I would have to say the Darth Bane trilogy by Drew. I can't ever say Drew's last name. Carpishin. I think that's how you say it. These three books were amazing because they told us how the rule of two came into play and Darth Bane was a beast. But thank you, Daniel, for your email. The next email was sent from Sarah Walker. Sarah wrote, Dear Star Wars Audio Archives, thank you so much for your podcast. I am a single mom with a 10-year-old son named Tyson. My son and I have listened to every episode and we really enjoy it. I am so grateful that you keep it G. It is hard to find stuff to do together. We live 30 minutes from town that I work in and he goes to school in. So during the drive home, we listen to your podcast. I just play it in the car during our drive and it gives us something to talk about when we get home. It has truly brought us closer together. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, your faithful listener, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for listening to the show and tell Tyson I said hi. But that's the number one reason that I kept it G-rated. You know, it's for the kids. That's for my part. Some of the things in the books can be really graphic, but I have a two-year-old grandson and I wanted him to be able to listen to the show, enjoy Star Wars like I did when I was a kid. So thank you for listening and your email. So what else did I want to talk about? Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I have. I can't think of anything else. Giveaways. Oh yeah, a giveaway. See, that's why I can't fire her. She keeps me on my toes. Okay, so what's on the chopping block for the giveaway? We have two sets of movie tickets for two to enjoy a movie. And that's any movie that you want to see. They don't run out. And a couple of Star Wars Audio Archive t-shirts that has the podcast banner on the front. So the winners are Chris Medina, Patricia Chavez. And for the t-shirts, we have Tracy Oliver and Brad Carson. So congratulations, I will be getting in touch with you to get your prizes out to you. This is not the only giveaway that we'll be doing in this series. There will be another giveaway at the end of the series and we'll be giving away a lot more stuff. But we have to wait till we get to that point. It's going to be at the very end. But I think that's it for the mid-series role. I hope you guys enjoyed everything and I will see you on the next episode and may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Sway. Join us next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can find us and subscribe on your favorite podcast directory. If you enjoyed the show, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you. Sway was created by Keen Eye Shit and is a production of Pick Film Media. This show was produced by Quentin McDaniel, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Tammy Turner. I am your host, Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.